The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers who are in the house and anybody else I may have missed. To the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Now, look, I'm glad you guys are with us. I know that you're expecting Kate to come on, and Kate got caught up in a last-minute emceeing of another protest there in London. Um... So she said, I may catch, get in on that. Um, they're in the process of moving a lot of things around here. So just uh, bear with me, okay, uh, because I got the message early this morning. But I do have some things I want to share with you, and a large part of the radio show is not going to be me talking uh, due to the information I do want to share with you. It's going to be uh, some doctors who are explaining some things. And I think it's – look, I, I think what's happening here – as far as this whole shot stuff is going on, you remember when all of us were kind of 
theorizing that the pathogen was in the shot itself. Well, yeah, we're going to we're going to get to that and we're going to let some doctors tell you that the covid shot is the pathogen. Which means hear me clearly. Those manufacturing it and those pimping it out, corrupt politicians who get their money from the guys who are manufacturing it, doctors and nurses who are doing it, listen very carefully. They're not only either engaged purposely in murder or accomplices to it. This is why we were talking about Nuremberg trials, guys. But they're also treasonous with those who want to attack us. Okay? They're treasonous with those who want to attack us. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play some video here in just a little bit. I want to thank uh, Dave, our friend David Deaton for sending me one of the videos because it has some, some very important information about that. I'm going to play that for you in just a second. So I, whether we get Kate on or not, I'm not really sure at this moment, uh, but I did speak with her briefly. And again, they're having to move into place for some emceeing. She said Lee may take uh, some video there for us. So if he does, we've got the Zoom channel open. We can go right to that. Uh, but they are protesting again today in Trafalgar Square, just like they were September last year where she got in so much trouble with the police for just speaking, right? Free speech. And uh, so here's some news out of Italy this week. Thousands of people flooded the streets of Turin. Oh, by the way, let me let me let me get this because if I I, I just jumped right into this, so let me let me get the formalities out of the way. I, I apologize for my excitement about getting to this particular issue. If you want to check us out online, sonsoflibertymedia.com, sonsoflibertyradio.com. If you go to sonsoflibertymedia.com, you scroll down on the right side of the page. We are live in this section. I guess I didn't refresh that or whatever. We're live in the second video down. You can see Bradley's show from uh, yesterday just above that. I don't know why that it didn't take, but for whatever reason it didn't take. So I'm going to have to fix that. Uh, you can see his video here above where our morning show is. You can play that yesterday if you want a good laugh. The first half of that show is kind of funny. <laughs> um, in any case, you can do that. And by the way, Mark, whoever you are who wrote in, you might want to watch that. That, that probably would, uh, would cause you to laugh a little bit that we kind of mocked and made fun of uh, your comments, your opinion. Okay. All right. Um, there's also a place above that where you can enter your email to subscribe to our newsletter. No renting, no selling, or spamming of your email. One email a day, that's, all you, that's what you get. And uh, also, if you'd like to help us out, there's a donate button at the top of the page. Please click on that. Sons or Daughter of Liberty is our monthly supporters. If you'd like to become one of those, please click on that and uh, set that up. And then our store is available. Again, Bradley's books, The Grass Doesn't Work, The Rocks Do. That's has a special promo code through midnight tonight, okay? If you enter grass when you check out and you get that book, you'll get 20% off the book, all right? Um, we're on beforeitsnews.com. We're on dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, Roku at uh, Cutting Edge TV. I think that's all because they've cut us off of Twitter and Periscope. Uh, we're on Twitch at News, News Tycoon. So if you're over there on Twitch, you can do that. By the way, just before we get into all of this, um, yes, it is broadcasting on there, and that's my fault. I, I'm not supposed to be broadcasting on there, so I have to remember to turn that off, and in my hurry today, I did not, so I'm turning that off, 
And uh, thank you for reminding me of that, uh, Michael. Um, boy, there's there, I was just moving really, really fast this morning <laughs> to get things going. And, um, and, and this other information coming in and then Kate uh, having to do what she's doing. And, and we applaud her for doing what she's doing there. So what I'm going to do is uh, I've got to – this is live radio, so I've got to remove that because – if if videos come off, I want them coming off because of Bradley, not because of me. So we're going to just quickly delete that forever. I understand I'm deleting it, and that's done. Okay, so I'm not on YouTube. Bradley's supposed to be on YouTube. I Because of the mess with that, I forget to turn things off in the streaming service. So, all right, now, that's all out of the way. This is what's going on in Italy. Thousands of people flooded the streets of Turin, a city located in northern Italy, Thursday evening to protest harsh government restrictions for unvaccinated citizens, dubbed the Green Pass. The Green Pass. The Italian Prime Minister, Mario Draghi, told a press conference Thursday that the country will need to act and suppress another wave of COVID-19 infections at a time the Delta variant is spreading throughout Europe. This is going to come into play with what's going with, with the videos I'm about to show you. The reason they're having any infections now, it's very clear, is because of the people getting the shots. And there are people at hospitals covering this up as to what's going on. They're telling you that all of the people who are going to the hospital now are the unvaccinated. It's a lie. The majority of them have been vaccinated. Okay? Just like we told you that this was going to happen, and we did tell you this months ago, many of you knew it, that it was going to be the people who were vaccinated who were going to go in, and they were going to say they got covid and they're going to relate it as though they're not vaccinated. That it's the COVID-1984 that's doing all this. It's the injections. Okay? So, they're saying we don't want it to spread. Well, quit giving the shot, dummy. But that's, they don't want to tell you that. The Green Pass, as it's referred to, is a digit a digital certificate containing proof of immunization will be necessary for anyone older than 12 to enter stadiums, museums, theaters, cinemas, exhibition centers, swimming pools, and gyms. The pass is an extension of the EU's digital COVID certificate and will also be required for restaurants. I'm, there are thoughts in my mind as to what the people ought to start doing that I can't say on radio, but let me just let me put it this way. Go back and look at the forefathers that we had in this country and what they did when tyranny came. They didn't just come out and make some street protests. Okay? That's all I'm going to say. You figure it out. This has gone way beyond somebody saying they're concerned about health. And we know that was never the case in the first place. Okay? The updated version of the vaccine passport will begin on August 5th and didn't sit well with residents who see their freedoms whittled away by the government. They're not being whittled, guys. They're being cut off at the knees. This violation of freedom sparked a massive protest in Turum. And um, this is in, the, the particular tweet is in Italian. So let me bring this up. 
It says, this is the English translation that's given, As soon as the Italian government announced the introduction of the health passport, people took to the streets to protest. The images below are from Torino. I guess that's how they, they say Turin there. Um, or that's the proper name for it. Just now, the feeling in the street is one of anger at the government's decision. Here's the, here's the video. No Now, they're, they're pretty serious about what they're doing there. <laughs> they're all of one voice. And I got to tell you, you tyrants, whether you're in Italy or Europe or the United States, you got something coming to you. And you're not going to get any pity from the Sons of Liberty here. You're, you're, there's no pity here for you. You have made your bed and you're going to die in it. You see what I did there, right? You're going to die in it. These people are not going to just stand back and let you do this without a fight. There are some people who are just going along with whatever. These people are not going to do that. Here's here's another video from Turin in Italy uh, as the people protest there. And somebody will have to help me with Italian. I, it sounds like they're they're saying no health pass or no whatever, no no to the pass, okay. And so that needs to that needs to happen here too before they even start rolling it out because they're already talking about it. They've been talking about it, um, so that needs to be done. So I wanted to give you that as an encouragement. The people are standing up now. There's two other things too. And these are going to be videos that I'm going to play, so be patient with it because the information is is uh, is very important here. All right, now um, we've got. And by the way, I just want to let you know uh, I sent the lady who connected Clay Clark and I for yesterday's show. I uh, sent her all the links, and I said, you know, I talked a little bit after they left because I thought we were going to have the whole time about the last thing I had asked, and um, and that's sort of what the. The fun time was yesterday at the beginning of Bradley's show, but um, I, I talk. I sent her the message. She sent me something last night, and she said, "Sure, we can have him on." So I said, "You know, just contact me. We'll, we'll see if we can get him back on, and we'll just kick off from there and walk down the road of of the things I was talking about after our interview with uh, with Clay Clark and 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 Pastor Jackson." So, and again. You know, the person who struck, struck out of me, I wasn't attempting to cut anybody down. I was saying if we're going to awaken, we've got to awaken to the, the corruption on, quote unquote, the people that say they're on our side. That was that was my whole point. And I still hold to that. So if we can get them on, we're going to talk about that. But in the meantime, uh, somebody has mentioned uh, Stu Peters. And yes, I, I have that video up. So this is on Novavax. Okay. And again, we had Dr. Jane Ruby on the other week, and she's been kind of digging through these things, finding these other things that other people aren't finding within documentation. And uh, so I wanted to play this, and then I've got another one, uh, a sort of a roundtable that includes Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Dr. David Martin, and uh, Dr. Judy Mikovits. So I, I want to play that in just a moment. So this one runs quite a bit of time, but the information, again, 
I, I, I don't really like to quote Alex Jones, even though he's given out some good stuff. But the fact of the matter is there is a war on for your mind and for your soul. And with that said, I want to play this little section here from the Stu Peters show. And uh, this is Dr. Jane Ruby talking about Novavax. Here it is. Uh, I want to ask you, you've been really cautious about not opening yourself up to a lot of opinion or subjection with what other people are saying about this thing. You have adamantly warned against the vaccine. So have many others on this program, Dr. David Martin, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny, Peter McCullough, Dr. Judy Mikovits. Um, but what do you make of this rhetoric from Governor Ron DeSantis? Well, we're very concerned about it here. Many of us here in Florida, Stu, uh, because it seems like a 180 degree. And by the way, let me let me just interject here because there is this part here about DeSantis. And I've warned about DeSantis for two years or more. When I was doing the investigation of the criminal Lee, Lee County Sheriff Carmine Mercino, and we had documentation that he had violated the law, it was documented. We had the documents that show he did he was impersonating a police officer for more than 16 years in the state of Florida. He was abusing his power with women, and we were turning that over to DeSantis, to his AG, to the FDLE, to the Ethics uh, Committee, and all of this. And what did they do? Oh, there's nothing to see here. No criminal activity going on here. It was apparent that even a former sheriff who doesn't even live there looked at the doc and says, this, this is clearly, we would have pursued this if we, were, if we were in charge. We would have pursued this. We had investigators from Lee County Sheriff, uh, their, their, their office down there, who said this is a problem. DeSantis, okay, is a smoother talking guy than Trump. Okay, he's a smoother, but it's of the same fabric. It's making you look like you're one thing when behind the scenes you're doing something else. Okay, just they're going to cover this first and then they're going to cover the Novavax. Return. Uh, We're very sensitive to what Governor DeSantis uh, uh, shares and and expresses. And um, I I think he has the facts uh, upside down. Uh, We're concerned uh, that he's been given the wrong information in terms of the uh, unvaccinated uh, filling up hospitals. That that does not appear to be the case here in Florida. Uh, on the ground here, uh, and so um, we're we're concerned. We we want to make sure that he, uh, we're, you know, stays with his uh, original signing of the law on no vaccine passports. We were very grateful for that here in the state. Uh, but the nation is watching Florida, and uh, given his statement yesterday uh, that all uh, of the people that are ill in the hospital right now are unvaccinated. Uh, and, and, and the fact that that is not, uh, that is unfounded here, uh, we are becoming even more sensitive to that remaining portion of the 2006 law uh, that you mentioned, where uh, there is a wording that's a very concerning in terms of uh, the state's right, if you will, to force vaccinate Floridians uh, at their will and for any reason at any time. So and to be it's clear, a big concern. I mean, I'm not here to jump down the throat of Governor DeSantis, but I think that an explanation is warranted and should be demanded by Floridians. And it's concerning more than just people of Florida, because DeSantis has kind of been the hope for a lot of patriots around the country as kind of the model, the go-to guy of what they would hope that their governors, the stance that they would take. And as you bring up that legislation, yes, you're right. We're going to get to the bottom of and that. 
that's why a it's a problem there with whether it was he is the language, hope, not he was Christ. inserting language that there was language that was already there. Sabatini had weighed in on that, and we're going to follow that very carefully. But as to your point about the unvaccinated or the vaccinated being sick. You know, I want to reiterate an email that I received from Florida, from Palm Beach County. Stu, my husband and I have a close friend. His wife is a nurse at one of the hospitals in Palm Beach County. She can't risk her job notifying you of what's happening. So I had to tell you, all of the patients going into the hospital with COVID are all vaccinated. They used to report this at the hospital as it was a question on their intake forms. Have you been vaccinated? Now, as the numbers are going up and up, The hospital is destroying all the evidence. The hospital took this question off of their intake form. Have you been vaccinated? Thought you would want to know. They are hiding this info from the public. The vaccinated are the ill ones. That's the information that we have here on the ground in Florida. Of course, you know, because of the work that you and I have done together, people do write to me daily from all over the nation, but particularly in Florida. And so the reports we're getting from people that work in healthcare systems here, practitioners like nurses and some physicians have said that the people they are seeing are almost 100% Uh, reporting that they were vaccinated in the last two to four weeks, and yet they are coming in with what appears to be to these providers um, uh, COVID-like symptoms. And they're not seeing unvaccinated people that are ill. So this is a real question mark. We're concerned here, and we just hope that the governor is getting the best and most accurate uh, information. And just one more thing on this before we move on to this Novavax. Uh, I did receive a follow-up to that email where it's not just that they're eliminating the question, but now they're also shredding the old questionnaires where people that have been hospitalized came in and said, yes, I have been vaccinated. So this is a blatant intentional cover-up. And if I'm receiving this information, Dr. Jane, if you are receiving this information, then, then Governor Ron DeSantis is certainly capable of or privy to receiving this information no he's got well. the I'm information sure folks it's not that he doesn't have the information he's got it people from around the country very concerned with his rhetoric that have probably inundated his email box and i'm sure that his press people are all over this but there's a lot of questions surrounding the rhetoric of ron DeSantis. Uh, let me let me pause this just a second he has the information it's not that he doesn't have the information he's got it and the people around him got it. it. This is what drove me nuts about the excuses given for, for President Trump doing what he, Oh, well, he's got bad information. Oh, he's no, he knows they know what's going on. Somebody mentioned one of the first things that DeSantis did was go to Israel. That's right. He did to go look at their wall. Now, he doesn't have a border state. <laughs> what's he going to do? Put a put a wall up around the peninsula of, uh, of Florida. That's not that's not that shouldn't even be any of his concern here. And yet, where does he go? To Israel. That's all I'm going to say about that. You can figure out your own thing of how that works into all this. Now they're going to get into a little bit. I don't know if they play a little bit more here for DeSantis, but they're going to get into this Novavax stuff. And this is very important stuff to to pay attention to. Particularly today. So as we know, uh, unprecedented numbers of deaths surrounding this vaccine uh, that we know is not a vaccine, uh, whether it's Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, uh, Pfizer, Moderna, Uh, 12,000, the CDC now lying about these numbers, saying 6,000. Let's just say that they did make a mistake. Let's say that they're right. 6,000 deaths, that's twice as many people as perished on 9-11. That is an unprecedented number. It's outrageous. It's unacceptable. Um, So let's just go with it. Let's say 6,000 people are dead. That's scary. There's going to be 
a new thing rolling out that's going to be presented as a safe alternative to the death jab, to the clot shot, to the graphene oxide poisonous injection. It's called the Novavax. I've never heard of this. What is this? Well, we, we, we would all hope that there'd be a, a safer, safer alternative if, if, if we needed an alternative. But uh, let me just back up a little bit. Novavax is actually the name of a biotech company that's located very close to D.C. Uh, in Gaithersburg, Maryland. And they do have a track record of developing uh, virus development, rather, uh, across a number of different types of, of viruses, including Ebola. So, so they, at least they have the infrastructure. Uh, but when they tell you, Stu, that they're not injecting they're different because and they're safer because they're not injecting that mrna genetic spike protein code into uh your arm uh they're actually telling the truth on that part of it the problem is that the way they get to develop this that they develop this vaccine is or injection is that they used something called a back baculovirus which is just a different type of virus it tends to uh inf- it doesn't infect people it infects actually uh insects and arthropods which spiders when you think of arthropods what they do is they put uh the, a dna code into this baculov baculovirus and they inject that into moths then they allow the moth cells to make spike proteins starting to sound familiar again uh they remove the spikes the spike proteins that the moth the moths made with their cells uh and and they they attach them or they stud them into uh a nanoparticle not sure exactly what that particular nanoparticle sheet is that the spike proteins are studded into uh but th- then they also add here's another troubling issue uh they also take uh, a chemical which is basically a surfactant or what you would think of as a soap from from a tree uh and and it it's i believe the chemical is called saponin and it's very irritating to the body and it's designed i guess theoretically to to enhance the immune response your body getting irritated and agitated to bring inflammatory processes to then develop supposedly your protective immunity um the problem is is that um when nova injects the dna for the spikes into these moths who then make the spikes and then they stud the, the, these spikes into a nanoparticle. Remember, nanoparticles get into every cell in your body. Uh, then they inject that into you. So remembering that the spike protein is a synthetic spike. Not sure exactly what Novavax's uh, composition is of this particular spike. Uh, but we know that the other companies have used computer-generated models of composites, which is what Dr. Martin meant when he called it chimeric. That is a composite. Uh, other people call it a Frankenshot or a Frankenstein molecule because it takes pieces from different uh, d- genetic material uh, that are not found in nature and puts it together into, into this composite. So, so the pr- the problem is that you're still going to get the the uh, issues with bleeding, with clotting, with with uh, b- with brain damage. Uh, there's another dark side to this. In this thing, this this entity that they're creating. They have included 
uh, what's called a prion. I wanted to mention that because it's very important. It's something Dr. Richard Fleming talks about. And what they do is they use this HIV glycoprotein 120. It's a prion. Prions are folded proteins. They're very dangerous. You might have remembered hearing about them around mad cow disease, but they have a propensity or an affinity for for the brain and they turn they they really do a lot of damage and they create this spongy look to it in fact it's called spongiform encephalopathy which is the technical term for mad cow disease you can't treat it uh it's very dangerous Uh, usually people are animals uh, and people who get it who have gotten mad cow disease die very quickly in fact in the preclinical studies with this uh, after two weeks the 95 percent of what's called knockout mice knockout mice are mice that are bred uh, with certain characteristics that lend them more uh, transferable if you will to human reactions um, but these humanized mice 93 percent of them died after two weeks uh, and then they also used macaque monkeys. They were all found to have uh, prolific amounts of what's called Lewy bodies. Those are well, sort of pro- dangerous proteins that appear in the brains of Alzheimer's uh, patients. But if these animals died within weeks, uh, we just I just don't see what the purpose is of these vaccines. And I'm very concerned. Um, and you, and you'll see in the photos that I've provided the process by which they go from. Uh, injecting the actual genetic material into the moths. The moths then, I'm just going to simplify and summarize, the moths, their cells then follow those instructions, create lots of spike proteins. The company takes the spike proteins, embeds them or studs them into a, a, a lipid nanoparticle, and then that becomes your vaccine material, and then that's injected into your body. We know that anything with a nanoparticle moves beyond the injection site thoroughly into the entire human body. So I'm not sure where their preclinical studies are, their data. I don't know if they've tested this in humans before bringing it to market. Uh, we have a lot yet to 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 discover, and uh, we will keep you posted on this. But it's very concerning at this point. Um, so very concerning. And it's... <laughs> It's almost unbelievable, incomprehensible to me that we are now, you know, these chimeric uh, or, you know, Frankenshots, these uh, composite manufactured, engineered, weird substances, graphene oxide, whatever it is that's going into our body that's causing unprecedented amount of deaths. It's it's mind boggling to me that people are actually considering injecting themselves with this. But we have to take that seriously because of the fear factor that has been instilled across America and the globe, really, uh, the incessant advertising of this virus and now variants. We've heard from many doctors, including Mikovits, Tenpenny and Martin. Um, and I haven't asked you specifically where you stand on this because I know that you are a pharmaceutical researcher. Your expertise is in these vaccines and things and treatments. But uh, these people have said, no, there is no virus. There really is no virus. There's a set of symptoms that has been given a name. This thing was engineered. I mean, there's a lot of different hypotheses. At this point, it doesn't really matter if the lab leak thing is true or not. The fact is, it's out here. We're dealing with it. Uh, and it's my opinion that it was politicized, weaponized to steal an election or in part to help with mail-in ballots. I'm not asking you to opine on that. But I do want to ask you about this. Uh, we are battling a serious problem, a, an epidemic of our own called propaganda. And there is so much of this happening in our government agencies and in our mockingbird media that is being now paid by Big Pharma, is being compensated. You know, lead stories, for example, 
These people are funded by the very people who are benefiting from the push of these inoculations. And so I'm questioning the CDC at this point as well. And, you know, if they have indeed been weaponized against the people, 12,000 deaths. Yes, they have. Were on their website yesterday. Yes, they have. And I don't know if you have any insight on this, but the article that I'm looking at here today now says a sudden jump in the post-COVID-19 vaccination death reports is not correct and was the result of an error, according to a U.S. health agency, that being the CDC. They're saying that they are actually around 6,000. What do you make of this? Uh, I, I think they've been overwhelmed, Stu, with the reality of what the real numbers are. That's my speculation. I find it very difficult to believe that uh, an agency that's been, you know, running these kinds of systems uh, and and with the experts that they have internally could make that kind of an error. That's a big error, uh, and to and to release it until maybe somebody you know caught their attention and, and told them to retract it back. I wanted to point out also that um, people generally know that in order for hospital systems, healthcare workers, things like that, to get compensated uh, for treating patients, they they have to file diagnostic codes, and we use something called the International uh, You Know Diagnostic Code System. It is now in its version ten, so it's called the ICD code uh, t- ten rather. And the thing that's concerning that's come to my attention is that uh, from a number of doctors who have whistleblown from internally in their big uh, hospital systems, that there is no ICD-10 code for a a reaction to a COVID-related vaccine. Now, there are hundreds of codes for billing purposes, for uh, uh, reactions to all kinds of other vaccine adverse events, um, like measles, you know, chicken pox, things like that. Uh, but but they, they when they go to put in the wording to see if, you know, inversely the code comes up, they're getting uh, information like patient refused, uh, patient was non-compliant, uh, and or patient had no access to to the to vaccination, so you can see that from within the system, they are sabotaging the acquisition or accumulation of 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 legitimate numbers. That concerns me because it's being hit from many different angles. Right, numbers are being throttled or manipulated by the CDC, as we've shown before. We've we've reported other people showing, uh, but now we have uh, another sabotage, if you will, of of um, healthcare systems. A collection, yeah, their 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 codes that they use to these are used for epidemiology, and they're very important. These codes because they give you a summation of you know where disease is happening in the country, how much of it, uh, prevalence, incidence rates, things like that. So to to even wipe out all the codes related to COVID, uh, COVID, sorry, vaccine adverse events is really concerning to me as well. It's not concerning; it's criminal. I mean, it's criminal because this has this also ties with whether or not people get insurance, if they're paying insurance, whether they're going to get what they're what they're paid for and all of this other. I'm sorry to make that long. And, yeah, I'm not here to necessarily promote Stu Peters, although I, I, I like the fact I like the format of how he lays things out and things of that nature. And, yes, I realize that big Trump supporters oftentimes will cover their eyes over what Trump has done. That was part of the the stuff that I dealt with yesterday at the end of the interview. But the information that you're getting here seems to be right on point. You've got a certified doctor here. You've got a woman that this is basically her job is dealing with this pharmaceutical stuff. And 
she's laying it out right there for the people to see. Now, she's trying to give the benefit of the doubt. And you remember when I asked her, I said, uh, you know, Dr. Jane, do you believe this is orchestrated, that it is purposeful and things? And that's where she said, yep. She said, up until a few months ago, I was kind of questioning all that. She says, but man, the evidence seems that there's no threshold to which they will put a stop to these shots. Now, this leads us over into a video that uh, David sent me this morning, and I got a brief chance to to look over it. It just runs about, uh, the part that I'm going to play, it runs about six minutes or so. This is a roundtable discussion of Dr. David Martin. Now, Dave, David Martin is the guy who's exposed, uh, you know, his expertise is was finding or following the money in all of this. The funding of the Wuhan lab, the, the, the Fauci um, participant here in doing that. Uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr., Dr. Judy Mikovits, and there's another guy here that I'm not familiar with. His name's Rocco, and I couldn't get his last name, but if maybe you guys can help me out with that. Anyway, I think this, this kind of goes right along with what we're talking about here because this is what they're, this is what they're saying, that, the, that this shot, not a vaccine, this shot, and we really need to take that back, by the way. I've said this time and time again. Socialists manipulate the language. That is to get you to buy into something that is that you haven't bought into before. And so they're calling something a vaccine that's not a vaccine. And the simplest term of that is the vaccine is supposed to confer immunity. These injections, these shots, don't do that. In fact, we're seeing... More and more people by the thousands come down with the convids, what they call the convids, after they take the shots. And some of them after they've had two of them. Okay? So this is this roundtable, and I want you to pay close attention because, again, you've got experts in the field. Now, as far as I know, a couple of these would disagree with you know doctors and nurses we've had on about the convid being sort of you know, played up, if you will, in the fact that nobody's isolated, nobody's purified, it, all this kind of stuff. So they would take a different approach there, but they come to the same conclusion when it comes to the shots. Here it is. Marco, let's, let's make sure we're clear on something. Let's stipulate that this is not a vaccine. Right. I, I mean, we need to be really clear. We're using the term vaccine to sneak this thing under public health Right. Um, exemptions. This is not a vaccine. This is a mRNA packaged in a fat envelope that is delivered to a cell. It is a medical device designed to stimulate the human cell into becoming a pathogen creator. It is not a vaccine. Vaccines actually are a legally defined term, and they're a legally defined term under public health law. They're a legally defined term under CDC and FDA standards. And a vaccine specifically has to stimulate both an immunity within the person receiving it, but it also has to disrupt transmission. And that is not what this is. They have been abundantly clear in saying that the mRNA strand that is going into the cell is not to stop transmission. It is a treatment. But if it was discussed as a treatment, it would not get 
the sympathetic ear of public health authorities because then people would say, well, what other treatments are there? The use of the term vaccine is unconscionable for both the legal definition term of it, but also because it actually is the sucker punch to open and free discourse. Because by saying vaccine, you dump it into a thing where you could be anti or pro the therapy. But if you actually talked about it as a therapy, remember, and people forget this, Moderna was started as a chemotherapy company for cancer, not a vaccine manufacturer for SARS. This, you know, if we said we're going to give people prophylactic chemotherapy for the cancer they don't have, you'd be laughed out of a room because it's a stupid idea. That's exactly what this is. This is a mechanical device in the form of a very small packet of technology that is being inserted into the human system to activate the cell to become a pathogen manufacturing site. And I refuse to stipulate in any conversations that this is in fact a vaccine issue. The only reason why the term is being used is to abuse the 1905 Jacobson case that has been misrepresented since it was written. And if we were honest with this, we would actually call it what it is. It is a right. chemical pathogen device that is actually meant to unleash a chemical pathogen production action within a cell. It is a medical device, not a drug, because it meets the CDRH definition of a device. It is not a living system. It is not a biologic system. It is a physical technology. It happens to just come in the size of a molecular package. So we need to be really clear on making sure we don't fall for their game because their game is if we talk about it as a vaccine, then we're going to get into a vaccine conversation. But this is not by their own admission a vaccine. So Judy, as a result, it must be clear to everyone listening that we will not fall for this failed definition, just like we won't fall for their industrial chemical definition of health, because both of them are functionally flawed and are an explicit violation of the legal construct that is being exploited. Amen. They're committing so fraud. Judy, as a scientist here, could you boil that down into English for a boy who who grew up with a blue collar. I, 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 take, I take your explanation, David, and that's superb. But for those out there who may not be able to, to, uh, to, to follow that very intelligent analysis, uh, and that's not meant as an insult, David. I, uh, oh, no, I, 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 just, want... I, I, I get frustrated when I hear activists and lawyers and everybody else saying, we're gonna fight the vaccine. If you stipulate it's a vaccine, you've already lost the battle. It's not a vaccine. So what should I be referring to uh, to it as a chemical agent or? Correct. It's a it's a synthetic pathogen. They've literally mm -hmm. injected the synthet the very right. pathogenic part of the virus into okay. every cell of the body. When you say pathogen, that says to me it's going to get me make me sick. Correct. So they, they it, it is made to make you sick, Rocco. Rocco, remember that 80% of the people allegedly exposed to allegedly SARS-CoV-2, so let's not get into that rabbit hole, but 80% of the people who are exposed to allegedly the virus have no symptoms at all. They're called asymptomatic carriers. 80% of the people who get this injected into them have a clinical adverse event. Correct. Right. 
You, you are getting injected with a chemical substance to induce illness, Correct. not to induce a immunotransmissive response. In other words, nothing about this is going to stop you from transmitting anything. This is about getting you sick and having your own cells be the thing that get you sick. Correct. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to trigger an autoimmune response? It can, and it can. Among many things. Among many things. It can actually directly cause um, multiple sclerosis, Lou Gehrig's disease, uh, Alzheimer's disease, because that's what the expression of that pathogenic envelope. It can cause accelerated cancer. That's what the expression of that piece of virus, that syncytin alone, has been known to do for decades. You injected the, the disease, literally. All right, so that is, uh, that's the interview here. And again, what are they saying? They're saying what is in the injection is what they're claiming that people have had all along. And you'll notice these guys are telling you too, alleged, allegedly have the convicts, allegedly have it. Well, why are they saying that? Again, <laughs> it's just, it's amazing to me how the people have been played, how they've been deceived. And again, we go back to last year when all this stuff happened. You know, out of nowhere, people start wearing masks. They start doing this social distancing. You can't go in a building with this, that, and the other. And all of this stuff, it was the most bizarre thing. But let me tell you something. Again, we go back to the Bible and the Constitution over all of this. Now, I play so much of this, and it's, it's in my opinion, it's one of the ways of how I teach. Give all of this stuff that is happening in here, give all this information that's taking place, that's being said, and then bring it back to Scripture and the Constitution. So, with the Constitution, here's how it starts out. Let's just take this one first, and then we'll deal with what Scripture says. We, the people of the United States, in order to form a more perfect union, establish justice. That's the first thing. Remember, we said that's what guards our liberty. Ensure domestic tranquility. None of this division and, and you know hyphenated Americanism. You know what? If you're black, you're you're an American. If you're a Latino and you're you're a citizen, you're an American. I prefer actually to say you're from the uh, a citizen of the state that you're in. That that would be more proper, at least how things were originally set. But you're a citizen. Don't give me this hyphenated American stuff. That's division, and you're purposely falling into it. Stop doing that. Okay. Um, in fact, I, I could give an example. The guy that I um, ship knives for. He is from South Africa. He is a white guy. <laughs> he came over here, was served by a black waitress, and he goes, I'm African-American almost. He said, I'm applying for citizenship. And she goes, no, you're not. And he goes, yeah, I am. And he pulled out his driver's license, showed him he was from Africa, and she was blown away. She had never, she had never heard of such a concept. So they, they really don't exist, okay? You're either of one country or you're of another. You're to ensure domestic tranquility. You're to provide for the common defense. This is why the federal government was established. It wasn't established to get in your health. It wasn't established to get in um, your, 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 your arms. It wasn't established to get in your body or your house or your mouth or your ears or your eyes. 
And I'm referencing those last things with social media and, and other things like that. They weren't, they were never formed to do any of that. They were to provide for the common defense, to promote the general welfare. That is not welfare as we think of. In fact, to promote the general welfare is found in Article 1, Article 2, and Article 3, where the three branches of government are laid out and what their limits of things they can do. That is how general welfare is promoted by the federal government. And to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, do ordain and establish this Constitution for the United States. In Article 1, there is nothing, zero, nada. In Article 1, in any of these sections that has anything to do with the federal government being involved in science or health. My constitution is falling apart again. Um, has nothing to do with that. The president has no authority except to enforce the law. Okay? They, they, they just don't have it. So, here's the thing. What, how does that apply to the Bible? Well, the Bible doesn't give that right of health and things of that nature to the state. We had Jason Garwood on to talk about the Warrington Declaration. This statement that lays out what authority is given to the state, what is given to the church, what is given to the individual. All of that's laid out. WarrentonDeclaration.com. W-A-R-R-E-N-T-O-N. Declaration.com. If you want to read it and sign on to that, please do so. But that's laid out there. When you go in the Old Testament, and even into the New Testament, when Jesus heals the lepers, what do we see there? Well, the one who's declared, declared to make the, declare the person clean is who? Is it the state? Is it, is it Moses who does that? No, it's the priesthood who does that. It's the priesthood who does it. So you've got that all laid out, and yet our... I don't... You know... How do you say our government, the, the corrupt America, the corrupt government posing as American government, has usurped all of this, and the people have been ignorant of what's going on? They still are ignorant, and they continue to say, "Well, which guy are we going to vote for?" Because we only got two choices. No, you don't. That's the lie of the mockingbird media. You don't have just two choices. In fact, in most cases, in your representatives for Congress or in the state, you have more than two choices. It's just they don't want to give you those choices because you're going to probably get somebody who's going to talk off the narrative of both of those cats. Okay? Which might cause you to think about something. Remember the last time... Now, look, I, I get what happened with Ross Perot, but you remember the last time that there was an actual debate, a real debate, Get, get out of the primaries and everything, and you had a debate between three candidates who ran for president. Mm-hmm. And the people were overwhelmingly behind Ross Perot. Now, Ross Perot ditched the people for whatever reason he did, but you can see the mindset of the people when they're given the truth, the people go, that's it right there. I'm tired of hearing these two-minute segments where the people tote the party line or they tell you know, and or they tell me what I want to hear, but then they have no intention of following through with it. It's the same thing. So we've talked about the scriptures. You know, your you, the life of the flesh is in the blood. I mean, this I'm I don't believe that our forefathers 
way back thousands of years ago were Neanderthals. I don't believe that at all. I believe they were highly intelligent. I believe they developed technology that would just blow our minds today from the simplest things. They didn't have to create it out of plastic. We found batteries in the desert made out of clay using water. We, we found... We, we know that Nebuchadnezzar had a hanging garden there in Babylon. Saddam Hussein was offering a tremendous amount of money for somebody who could tell him how they did the hanging gardens, how they produced the air conditioning, all this other stuff, and the time they did with the technology that they had. And nobody ever came forward to do it. They were not stupid people. And yet, there were many people all down through the centuries who engaged in quote-unquote vaccination. It was a religious ceremony. I'm going to put up uh, in the archives this morning, if you guys have not heard it, I'm going to try to bring Stephen back on, but Stephen Hallbrook, who runs, I think it's called vaccinesandchristianity.org, came on and he gave us a history lesson of how vaccines were used in pagan religious ceremonies as though this offered some kind of protection to them. This is one thing that we still haven't dealt with, and maybe, maybe, I'll be able to put something together on this and do a show on it. We have never dealt with that when you have a sickness that runs rampant, and I don't know that we've really had a rampant sickness. I just I don't know that I bought. Once they start fudging on the numbers, you can't trust anything they say. Okay, that's just the way it is. But when you go back in Scripture and you start seeing the way God brings plagues, he brings them on Egypt. You remember when David took a census that he shouldn't have took? And God gave him these, these options of, okay, well, here's, here's the punishment for doing that. And he chose the plague for three days. And he said, maybe God would be merciful to us in that. Thousands of people killed. We still have not taken into account some of these things that happen. And I'm not saying every sickness that occurs, you know, God's doing it as a form of judgment. I don't believe that. We can read Job. Job allowed, or God told Satan, hey, go, have at his body, just don't kill him. Remember, the devil is God's devil. He's not his own. And even those things that the devil means for evil, God means for good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. This stuff that's going on, we have to get this information out to people. We're not responsible for their response, but we are responsible for giving them the truth and warning them of the dangers of what's going on here. Should they trust in man and medicine more than they trust in God. And I'm not necessarily saying they're always mutually exclusive. I'm not saying that. But I am saying there's too many people that their first thought is to run to the shots, to the pills, or whatever, rather than running to God, who says he is our healer. Jehovah Rapha. Okay? Now, I could speak again. I was thinking of several instances because I made mention when I was talking about the, the people coming out and protesting. I was making mention they're going to stir the people up and the tyrants, you got something coming. And you go back and you read the book of Judges. You read about Ehud and how he took out the fat king Eglon. You go back and read about Samson, how he took out the Philistines. You go back and you read about David, how he took out the giant. You go back and read about all of these things against the ungodly tyrants, and you'll see that God wins every time. Bradley Bell with you for two hours today, 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. We'll be back with you on Monday, 6 a.m. See ya.